Life Audio. Hey friends, welcome to the Hearing Jesus for Kids podcast. Do you ever feel like you want to know more about the Bible, but that it's kind of hard to understand? Do you want to share your faith with your friends, but have a hard time figuring out how to do that? Do you want to learn how to connect the Bible to your real life? Well, then this is the show for you. My name is Rachel, and I'm your host. I've been a children's pastor for a long time, and one of my favorite things is helping kids learn how to understand the Bible. I think that sometimes people think that the Bible is just for adults, but God actually really wants kids to know about Him. So on this podcast, we're going to learn all about God's big story and how He shows Himself to us through the Bible. As we learn together what the Bible stories actually mean, we can learn how to live out our faith in our everyday life. Hey friends, welcome back to the Hearing Jesus for Kids podcast. Today we're talking about something called the Beatitudes. Have you ever heard that word before? What are the Beatitudes? Well, they're kind of like attitudes about the way we should be. We can think of them as the B-attitudes. What's an attitude? Well, an attitude is the way we show how we think or feel about something. A B-attitude is kind of like a blessing or a happiness that will come to us when we allow God to shape the way we think or we feel or we act. Jesus taught on these kinds of attitudes on a mountain. It was called the Sermon on the Mount. And he gave a number of these blessings, each beginning with the word blessed or happy. And he said that a person is blessed or favored by God, and then he receives in him a certain kind of kindness. So that's what we're going to be learning about today. There's this special kind of happiness that comes when we know that God is pleased with the way that we're acting. I want you to think with me for a moment about the biggest, yummiest looking ice cream cone you've ever seen. And think about the way you feel right before you eat that ice cream cone. You think, man, this is going to really make me happy. But what happens when the ice cream is gone? See, that's different than the kind of happiness that God gives. God gives this lasting kind of happiness. It begins, of course, when we receive Jesus as Savior and we ask him to come into our hearts. But God's lasting happiness is not just laughter or pleasure when everything's going right. But it's peace and hope that brings joy even when times are hard. We can have that joy when we know that God has forgiven our sins and given us this promise of living forever with him in heaven. Once we have believed that Jesus is Lord and we've invited him into our hearts, these blessings can transform our lives. And I thought it was really important for us to learn about them today. Now, there's eight of them. The first one says, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. What does that mean? Well, to be poor is basically to lack something that you need, money or food or even time sometimes. A poor person or someone that's poor in spirit is admitting that they have a spiritual need. They're lacking something spiritually. They realize that something is missing in their lives or really someone is missing in their lives. When we admit that we have a spiritual need, just like we have the need to eat or to drink water when we're thirsty, we have this spiritual need and we're ready to receive the one who will meet that need, which is, who do you think? Yep, Jesus. 
we then become part of God's kingdom and we can share him with others. So that first beatitude does more than describe just how we become Christians. When it talks about being poor in spirit, we're dependent on God. And that's the secret to living out these behaviors and attitudes. Believers shouldn't really have the attitude, if I please God, I can do it myself. But instead, it's like, dear God, I need your help to do this. Then the power that comes from the Holy Spirit will help us do those behaviors and act in that right way. The second beatitude says, blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Do you know what it means to mourn? Or maybe you've heard it as the word grief. Mourning or grief is when we're really, really sad about something that happens in our lives. Usually when somebody has died or maybe your best friend has moved away or there's been some other thing that has created a loss in your life. And that heartbrokenness, that's called mourning. And the Bible says that we are blessed when we mourn because we are comforted. And it's not that the bad thing that happened was a blessing for our lives. In many cases, it's not. It was a hard thing for our lives. But the fact that the Holy Spirit comforts us is a blessing and we can experience God's love in a different way than we can when things are all going right. Jesus promised to send us the comforter or the helper. It's another word for the Holy Spirit. And he is our constant companion and he is the one that helps us when we're in times of trouble or loss or grief or sadness. It's so comforting to know that someday in heaven, we will never have to feel those yucky feelings again. But until then, we have the Holy Spirit to help us through. The next beatitude says, blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. What does meek mean? Well, being meek is a lot different than being weak. It sounds alike, though. But choosing to be meek means to be gentle or humble. And it takes strength to act that way sometimes. Meekness comes when we see ourselves the way God does. We stop demanding our own way. We stop putting ourselves before others. We can accept hard situations because we know that God will help us through them. Meekness helps us to develop this warm, special relationship with others. And it helps us understand that we get an inheritance from God who owns all things. We can stop focusing on getting things for ourselves and accept that God chooses to give things to us. So we are free to possess all things, meaning we can enjoy beauty of the earth around us, the sunshine, fresh air, good food, family, friends, even our good health. We can get the most out of life and someday we'll join God as he sets up his rule on earth. The next one says, blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness for they shall be fulfilled. Have you ever been so hungry that you felt you could not wait until time for dinner or so thirsty that you felt like you had to have a cold drink right now? Just like your body needs food and water, the inner you, your soul and your spirit, it needs something to satisfy it. Some people think money will satisfy or video games will satisfy or candy will satisfy. But Jesus says the only thing that can satisfy that inner hunger and thirst is righteousness, which is doing the right things that God calls us to. Do you want to do right? Well, only Jesus can help you do it. When we receive him, he gives us his righteousness, and then he gives us his power to live right through the Holy Spirit. 
If you're hungering and thirsting after doing what God wants you to do, one of the ways that we can do that is read God's word and pray. And then a joy comes when we're around other Christians at church or in our friendships or our family. As you seek God and do what's right, you get filled up with this inner satisfaction that satisfies us in a way that's different than other things of the world does. You will be blessed with this true joy. See, we all have this God-shaped hole in our heart, and we try to fill it with all sorts of different things. But it's not until we fill it with the love of Jesus that we really, truly experience peace. I think we're going to stop there for today, and we'll do the other four Beatitudes tomorrow. Let's pray. Father God, thank you so much for my young friends that want to learn how to have right attitudes. Lord, would you help the be attitudes, the attitudes about the way we should be, work in their heart in a way that helps them to lean in to what it is you're calling them to do. God, I thank you for my young friends and the way that they want to learn more about your word. I pray for a blessing and protection over them today. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, friends, come back tomorrow and we'll finish up the Beatitudes. Friends, thanks for listening to the Hearing Jesus for Kids podcast. If you like today's show, I would love it if you would head over to Apple Podcasts and leave a review. That's the number one way you can support this show. If you're wanting to dive a little bit deeper, you can also join our Patreon community to get our family discussion guides, join our private discussion groups, and have access to bonus content and additional resources every month. Hey, I'm praying for you today. Know that you are so loved. Thank you.